0: Good afternoon, Packers fans. Welcome to your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Happy Monday post-Super Bowl. Everybody's undefeated now. Congratulations to the Chiefs, but that's so last night. I am moving on to today, to the beginning of a new 2024 NFL season that will see the Super Bowl held in New Orleans. I expect the Packers to be there. I expect Jordan Love to help the Packers win another ring, bring home another Lombardi. It starts right now. All right, can you tell I'm excited? Can you tell I'm excited for this Green Bay Packers team for 2024 to get here? <sighs> Why did I choose to be a fan of a sport that has the longest off-season of all the pro sports? That's the one drawback of being an NFL fan is now we have this eternity until the NFL draft and then another eternity until hell, even the start of training camp, let alone the regular season. But man, it's all worth it. It's all worth it when they get back out there on the field. But it's gonna be a while. <laughs> gonna be a while until we see the Green Bay Packers back in action. Um I I will also give a shout out to a couple of former Packers in MVS and Mike Pinnell getting their Super Bowl rings. So great to see uh The former Packers do well on a big stage. Absolutely love to see it. Um, All the uh, Niners fans who've been in my mentions for the last couple weeks, (laughs) it's a real shame. Real shame. I do know a couple of totally dope 49ers fans, and I feel bad for them. But for all those uh, trolls out there, it sucks, doesn't it? I've watched the Packers lose a Super Bowl. I can't imagine watching them lose multiple Super Bowls. That's got to sting. That's got to suck. Sucks to suck, right? Man, I feel it. I feel it. Hello to everybody in the comments section. Hope you're all doing well. So good to see everybody. Uh, A lot of folks already jumping in, including Michael. What's up, Michael? Is it just me or do the Packers get more criticism for quote only winning two Super Bowls with Favre and Rodgers than the Niners get for winning zero since 1995? Well, Michael, yes, is the short answer to your question. But uh, there's the period of time where the 49ers sucked it was extensive, right? The Packers haven't really had an extended period of time since, you know, they won the Super Bowl with Brett Favre and company, where they have taken this, like, multi-year journey of suckitude, which the 49ers certainly did, and that's what kind of helped allow them to build the squad that they're currently enjoying, right? Um, It's not to take away from some of the really great work that John Lynch has done since coming on board, but, I mean, that is a component that sometimes people forget about you know it's kind of tampa bay went through the same thing right where they won a super bowl with brad johnson and then sucked for like a decade and then hey look they're back and they won another super bowl um you know the packers haven't really had that monster elongated dip which you know creates that perception of well you're really good and you're winning all these games you should be winning more championships which okay i understand that perception The Patriots, clearly the monster outlier here, which created this whole kind of straw man that, you know, is utilized against any team that's successful for any stretch of time. Well, you know, and now with the Chiefs doing what they're doing, those rumblings will probably be brought up more and more. But, yeah, I mean, I get it. The 49ers not winning a Super Bowl since the, you know, heyday of uh, Montana and Young. It's certainly something that I think will start to get talked about more now that we've had it happen a few more times. Uh, But, you know, look, the Packers have been blessed at the quarterback position. Now, they've done a lot to facilitate that. But, you know, I don't think that conversation is ever going away. Hopefully, Jordan Love now, get yourself another window here. Maybe, hopefully, a Jordan-led team can win one, maybe two. think can start shutting some people up. but. Yeah, I think that conversation is always going to follow Green Bay uh, just because they've been very, very successful. They've won a boatload of games, and that is really hard to do consistently in the NFL. The Packers are one of the few teams that's been able to do it. Joe, what's up, man? What I like most about the Packers situation is that I think Jordan Love has more upside than Goff, Purdy, Stafford, or Hurts. Got to outdo them Mahomes. The I mean, yes, um, we've already watched that twice. People forget because Jordan Love was under so much pressure and there was a lot of (laughs) problematic outcome uh, that first start that he had, but he played better than Pat Mahomes in that game, his first NFL start ever. And he played better than Pat Mahomes the second time they faced off this year in Lambeau. Now, as we always say, you know, quarterback wins and losses are not an actual stat. You know, it takes the rest of your team arriving and doing their job as well. Um, It's team game, the ultimate one, but Yeah, there's no doubt that you look at the upside at the quarterback spot right now in Green Bay comparative to, you know, most of these other NFC cities. Gotta like where the Packers are at. Now, you know, obviously Jordan has to do the work. Jordan has to continue to develop. He hasn't arrived in any sense of the word. But, yeah, I like where he's headed and I like the promise. And it's certainly an exciting time in Green Bay, especially when you look at quarterback. Ed, what's up? Great game yesterday. Didn't match the first two Super Bowls, but then what could? Few things could, Ed. Few things truly could. Thomas, thanks, man. Beat the Chiefs and had the 49ers on the ropes. 2024 should be special. Only 207 days are left to go. I'm looking forward to spending them with you, Nags. Oh, Thomas, that's really, really nice of you. Thank you so much. Um, And, yeah, it's really hard to watch that game last night and not think about the fact that the Packers, A, should have beat the 49ers, and B, probably should have been in that game, given how well they were playing down the stretch. Um, look, I know there's no guarantee they beat the Lions if they are in the NFC Championship game, but they did a pretty good job of it on Thanksgiving, and I got to suspect it would have been a close game. There's zero doubt in my mind, though, that the Packers were one of the best teams in the NFL at the end of the season. They you know, weren't a fluke being in that divisional round, and yeah, they 100% would have given either of those teams last night a run for their money of that there is zero doubt in my mind. JP, what's up man? What sucked about last night for me is I feel like that was supposed to be us in the 12 era. Ask anybody in February 2011 and they'd say we'd at a minimum at least be back multiple times. That's why nothing's given, man. That's why it's so precious. That's why it's so heartbreaking. You know, I saw some discourse this morning and I tweeted about this. Uh regarding, you know, all these playoff heartbreaks for the Packers over the course of the last decade or so, whether it's fourth and 26, whether it's losing at home to Tampa Bay, whether it's Seattle in 2014, like that's all horrible. And it absolutely leaves a mark and is painful as a fan, but nothing. And I mean nothing. And it's weird because this happened before, like the internet was a thing. Nothing compares to the pain of watching your team lose in the Super Bowl. I can't begin to tell you to this day, I was watching with my girlfriend last night, and I was talking about '97 because they showed Mike Shanahan on the broadcast, and I was like, "I can't, I hate him forever." Blah blah blah. She's like, "Why? You know, this white-haired man up there enjoying watching his son coach in the Super Bowl." And I said, "You don't understand. The Broncos beat the Packers in a Super Bowl with a team, I might add, that was illegal when it comes to the salary cap, for which the Broncos were later disciplined, but no one ever talks about that." But yeah, no, forever, forever stained in my memory. That's the pain that you will never be able to take away in a way that just is different. I can't express how painful it is to watch your favorite team lose in the Super Bowl. (sighs) The worst, the absolute worst. Michael, what's up, man? Hey, Aaron, from a fellow Packer transplant out of New York City. Well, Hoboken. Just wanted to say thanks for all that you do. I think I speak for everyone when I say that you make us all better fans. Go Pack Go. That's really nice of you, Michael. Um, better? I don't know. Uh, maybe you find fellow travelers in your craziness. That's kind of probably where I reside. But um, I appreciate it. Really appreciate it. I mean, better, worse. I don't, I don't know about all that. But... Um, I love that we can all gather here pretty much every day, whether it's in season, off season. We all have the Packers as our touchstone. Why I'm here, man. And I appreciate it. I really appreciate you. She said, Joey, what's going on, man? Free agents to keep an eye on. Jordan Fuller, safety for the Rams, played with Jeff at OSU, thinks highly of him, shouldn't be too expensive. And it's that last part, right? But yes, I agree. Fuller is certainly a guy to watch in free agency. If he ends up hitting free agency, you never really know until we get there as far as re-signings or even tags, although I don't think Fuller will get a tag. Um, But yes, I think that's a possibility, right? Because they have to address the safety room. There's zero doubt about that. I suspect they will look at free agency and the draft. But yes, Jordan Fuller, definitely someone to keep an eye on. Dustin, thanks, man. It was refreshing watching two great defensive play callers go at it. The KC blitz on third down that led to a punt and ultimately allowing KC to tie it up. Man, what a play call. Um, I saw Ben Fennel highlighted that that was the only snap of seven defensive backs that they played all night and uh, the timing, God, the timing on that blitz. So, so good. The way they disguised it, everything about it. And I like, look, Spags, give him his flowers. Uh, yeah. And I thought Wilks. Yeah. To your point, both call, play callers on defense were great. Um, clearly, you know, the, the green injury changed a lot of things, but yes. Both of those squads played the hell out of that game last night, no doubt. Eddie, thanks for being a Care of the G-Club member. It's almost as fun to watch the Niners lose, just like the Bears. <laughs> I don't know. I see, you know, I know it's frustrating because the Niners have beat up on the Packers recently. Uh, so often, you know, seemingly all these big playoff games, etc. But man, I don't know. I just remember, you know, when the Packers were making their runs in the 90s. We beat the shit out of the Niners consistently. So that's my kind of bedrock, right? And yes, recent stuff is very, very annoying, but it's just never, never as bad as some of the others. Um, See, like the Cowboys. Like, I hate the Cowboys the rest of my life because of all the heartache in the 90s. Like the 49ers, yeah, I'm just, you know, it's cyclical. The NFL comes around. Much like now the Packers beating the hell out of the Cowboys all the time. But uh, yeah, no, nothing beats watching the bears lose. Come on. That's it's like a warm blanket of comfort for Packers fans in a way. That's just different than from all the other teams. Brendan. Thanks, man. The report of the 49ers, not knowing the OT rules was the funniest thing to wake up to this morning. Yeah. I don't like, look, I know some of the, a lot of the players were talking about how they were unaware of the change in the, uh, playoff OTs, OT rules. But, you know, I think Kyle was aware. And I know people were trying to frame it like he didn't know, but I don't think that's the case. But yes, the fact that it highlights, you know, Andy Reid's attention to detail and going over every possible situation. The fact that they talked about the playoff OT rule changes in training camp in Kansas City tells you, okay, A, they expected to get to the playoffs, which of course, but B, you know, Chris Jones talking about how they talked about all week. If it goes to overtime, here's what we're going to do. Andy Reid's ahead of the game, man. Andy Reid is the ultimate NFL head coach at the moment. And Kyle, I'm a great offensive designer, play caller, what have you. But, man, uh, his players not knowing uh, is not a good look. It's certainly not a good look. Uh, Amar, what's up, buddy? Thanks so much. Should have been us. Go Pack. Let's fucking go. Thank you, Nags. Amar, I just want to say shout out to Amar. Thank you, buddy. I was watching uh, a few older clips on uh, the Cheesehead TV TikTok. And the one, I can't remember if it's a repost or or if uh, Tyler ripped it. But the video of you when the Joe Barry news broke, that is like, if there is Packer fandom distilled into like 20 seconds. Like if it was a drug, like that's how you get high, like this is it. This is 20 seconds of pure Packers fandom. That video would be on display. It's amazing. Like that I dude, that stuff is so good. Never change. Cheeto, what's going on, man? Few things. We beat the Chiefs, so we're champs technically. Taylor could chug faster than Aaron. The couch potato commercial really won. Wow, covering a lot here. Yes, we beat the Chiefs, so transitive property the Packers, who, by the way, didn't even need overtime to do it, are clearly the actual Super Bowl champions. Uh, and Taylor, not only did she chug faster than Rodgers, Bakhtiari literally called it out on Twitter, which I absolutely love. And finally, uh, the Couch Potato commercial. I don't know, man. For me, it was the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups commercial. That was hilarious. Here's my complaint. I'm glad you asked. you said something about the commercials, because here's my complaint about Super Bowl commercials in this modern era i guess the last four or five years like executives at these ad agencies have just gotten so lazy where almost every other ad is hey let's collect as many celebrities as we can and put them in wacky or different or unusual situations places you'd never expect them to be and commercial like it used to be such a furtive ground of creativity And actual, almost storytelling and just really creative commercials. And now it's just, oh, look, a celebrity in a fish out of water situation. Roll ad. Like, we used to be a proper society is all I'm saying. Steve, how are you, man? I've been very impressed with J-Love's presence in interviews and appearances recently. His confidence and demeanor are just at a new level. Yes, yeah, Steve, we, Steve, we talked about that a little bit, I, I believe, on the Sunday chat on the pregame uh, here on the channel. I love everything we saw out of Jordan on his radio row appearances. And it's very clear, yes, to your point. Just really self-confident very relaxed very much himself in a lot of those settings which is really really nice to see really refreshing he's clearly gonna start hopefully you know getting a little bit more comfortable in front of cameras with the microphones etc and look i mean he doesn't really owe us anything as far as i i had seen a couple people on the beat earlier this year talk about how we didn't really get a, a glimpse into his personality very much, uh, during these locker room sessions. And I do think, you know, your first year as a starter, it's your first time having to do this on the regular, it's to be expected. There's going to be a bit of a transition period, but I hope the radio row stuff is the start of kind of a new, I don't want to say version, but a new kind of relaxed, you know, a little less guarded, a little less, uh, attempting to give us the textbook dancer and just a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I'm just Jordan love and I'm hanging out and I'm talking ball. Uh, Because he's clearly uh, a much more engaging presence when he's kind of in that mode, which is what we saw all throughout Radio Row. Dean, thanks, man. Thank you and all at Cheesehead TV for another great season. Thank you, Dean. Appreciate you, buddy. Thanks so much. Mimsy, what's up, man? Andy Reid was good last night. Packers legend. Truly a Packers legend. Although I will say, didn't love his openers. And I didn't know what the hell he was doing on some of his early game management decisions, um, especially towards the end of the first half. But at the end of the day, he's Andy Reid. He's a baller. He's the best in the biz. No doubt about it. Jason, how you doing, man? In your opinion, was the Cowboys' playoff win this year better or equal to our beatdown of them in 1997? Oh, that's a great question. Man, I don't know. I know for myself. I would probably pick 97 only because of all the aforementioned heartache and pain that we had experienced as fans trying to break through and always running into the buzzsaw that was Cowboy Stadium. And how many seasons did we like end down in Dallas, not being able to beat them, all that heartache, all that pain. And then 97, Fritz comes out early in that game and blitzes the hell out of Aikman, something he never did to anybody. And we basically owned them that entire game from kickoff to the last whistle. That was pretty damn cathartic in a way that, yes, this playoff win was amazing this year. The wild card beat down of the Cowboys. Love beating Jerry Jones. But I don't know, as well as the Packers had been playing over the course of the second half of the season, I thought the Packers had a really good chance in that game. Um, and the Cowboys, as good as they had been, You had seen the cracks, right? That Buffalo game in particular, where they got run all over. I thought, okay, it was a good chance we can run all over these guys. So, I just, there wasn't the catharsis. It was great. and I loved it. Don't get me wrong. But that 97 game, baby, that was pretty pretty special. That was hard to beat. Braden, how are you, man? Cheeseheads all over Bourbon Street, a Super Bowl victory, and Mardi Gras. Let's get it. I know the fact that Mardi Gras is right that same week prior to the Super Bowl. Oh, baby. I told my girlfriend, who is from New Orleans, uh, we are going to be there all week. It is going to be a big old party. I cannot wait. Porkmaster, what's going on, man? I miss the Magic Fridge commercial days. See, Porkmaster knows what I'm talking about. A little creativity. What's wrong with that? She said, Joey. Thanks, man. Nothing will ever beat the 1984 Apple commercial. Another classic. You know, back when these people on Madison Avenue actually, you know, found creative minds and ideas and pushed that rather than, oh, look, we'll just spend whatever X amount of money and get a couple celebrities and slap it together and yawn. That's what last night was. A lot of yawn. I mean, some of it was fun. Some of it was funny. Don't get me wrong. I'm not total curmudgeon, but mostly yawn. Um. Man, Aikman's tweet back in 2019 biting him in the butt after yesterday. Missed it. Someone's gonna have to get me up to get me up to speed. The Bears drafted a quarterback in the top ten the years the year Mahomes was drafted. Anyone remember that? Lee? Yeah, everyone remembers that. Not only did they draft a quarterback in the top ten, they moved up to take Trubisky instead of taking Mahomes. I love the Bears. Oh, my God. Jason, thanks again. I also miss players raising the coach on their shoulders after the game. Yeah, you know, uh, it's an old-school kind of uh, tableau. You love to see it. I know the Packers did it to Holmgren. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think there are so many instant uh, media obligations. Well, not some obligations and media things that they do uh, post-game that it's kind of that, that whole kind of idea of you're gonna pick him up and carry him off, quote unquote. Well, no, he can't go out. He's gotta talk and you gotta talk and blah 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 and celebrate. So But yeah, I feel you. It's a it's a very cool old school thing. Uh, how are they gonna lift Reed? The same way they lifted Holmgren. There's a big ass dudes, they can lift their coach. Come on, guys. Oh, Mike. Mike is typing in all caps. Just so sick of the media's love of Taylor and Travis. I'm not, so you're bitching to the wrong dude. I love it. I love it. My girls, both Olive and Madeline, were texting me throughout the game last night. I think that's the first full football game they've ever watched in their life. And I'm their dad. And that's all because of Taylor. I got no problem with it. At all, while wow, the Bears missed out on Mahomes, yep, it's fucking hilarious. But you know what? It's the Bears. So is it really that surprising? All right, everybody, I'm gonna have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor: hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.